Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. I am here today with Pierce Freelon. Pierce, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got into to kindy music. Sure. Well, I am a native of Durham, North Carolina, and I grew up in a musical family. My mom is a jazz vocalist, and so I grew up, you know, like backstage at concerts and doing homework at music venues and hanging around musicians. So, um, you know, my mom's music was jazz, which, you know, when I was a kid, I thought was like old people music. (laughs) (laughs) And I was really into hip hop. Um, And, uh, you know, love listening to like Nas and Queen Latifah and uh, LL Cool J when I was a kid. and then I grew up, you know, I, I, I became a parent and that's really what got me into kindy. Um, I became a parent and um, not only was I a fan of hip hop, but I'm also a hip hop artist and write raps and, you know, beatbox and make beats. And when I became a parent, that's what I wrote about. I wrote about uh, buckling your seatbelt in the car. I wrote about getting the kids to go upstairs to brush their teeth. I never thought about releasing any of these, you know, songs. You don't see me in the podcast, but I'm using quotation <laughs> fingers. Songs. They weren't like fully formed ideas. It was just like, hey, kids, everybody upstairs to brush teeth. Kids, everybody upstairs to brush teeth. It was just like a tool that I would use to get my kids to do stuff that they were supposed to do. And, uh, you know, as a parent, you got to get creative. And one of the ways that you can get your children to remember things is to sing a song about them, is to make a beat and make it fun. Uh, And almost, it's like a Jedi mind trick. It's like, and all of a sudden they think they're, they're like having a party, but actually they're doing a chore, (laughs) you know, they're picking up clothes, they're, um, they're brushing their teeth, they're getting ready for bed. Um, and so it was, yeah, it was kind of like a Jedi mind trick to, to, to get my kids to do what they were supposed to do. And, um, you know, during COVID, um, when, when the, 
when the virus first hit and um, I wasn't able to perform, I wasn't able to travel, uh, everything got slow and uh, I kind of looked inward and found that I had like 50 songs that I wrote over the years. Um, probably actually, honestly, it was closer to 300 songs now that I think about it. Um, and these were song ideas that I would, um, you know, whenever I had an idea or created something, I took out my phone and I recorded a voice memo on my phone uh, to kind of capture the lightning in a bottle. And, um, you know, I was able to revisit that um, in, in 2019 a little bit, but really I finished my first album, DAD, right after uh, COVID hit. And um, yeah, and from there, you know, the songs just felt so good. My kids loved them and I shared them with some friends and, you know, there was just a lot of, uh, a lot of excitement to have, um, you know, this album of tunes that I wrote uh, inspired by my dad who had just passed away and inspired by my kids. Um, so I put out um, DAD, which is my first children's music album in 2020 in September or July rather, just uh, July 30th. And then, um, you know, a couple of months later, I had my next album, Black to the Future, which just came out in April. So it's been it's been a beautiful two years, uh, two albums, really one year, two albums. I'm coming up just past the one year anniversary of DAD. So, um, but two albums in one year, it's been, yeah, fun to see how the songs are received and to see it resonating with so many families and uh, just got to perform. I went out to Wolf Trap in Virginia and performed uh, for an audience of families and they knew the lyric. It was just wild, you know, to have written these songs and released them and people show up. Some families came all the way from New York to come see me in Virginia. I was like, wow, you know, this is really happening. So anyway, that's how I got involved in it's been a wonderful experience. The kindy community has been very um, awesome to get to know. They are. They so, are a, a great feel, group of people. Yeah, it's been great. Now, do you get your kids actively involved in the song making? Sure. I mean, you know, Patrick, you're a father. And um, over the past year and a half uh, during COVID, it's impossible to get work done <laughs> without your kids around. Like just now, like literally two seconds before we started this interview, I was like, kids, it's time for bed, like lights out, you know? And uh, it's been like that every day for the past year and a half. <laughs> and um, that's just been the nature of quarantine. So, you know, my kids are totally involved. Half the time they're sitting on my lap while I'm recording or, you know, they're bopping in to interrupt uh, the recording process. I've got, you know, a microphone and speaking on a laptop. We have the technology now to have a studio from home. So it's been really cool um, creating um, from home and getting my kids involved. Now, have you ever thought of doing children's books or have you? Yeah, well, uh, interesting 
story. I told, I had um, lunch with Joni Leeds uh, recently and she uh, won the Grammy for best children's music album this year. And um, I was telling Joni about this, uh, this book. I'm writing a book or I've written it already. It's called Daddy Daughter Day. It's based on mm -hmm. a song of the same name from my first album. And uh, she kind of asked the story of how that came about. And really it was, you know, um, when my album DAD came out, um, there was a big NPR story about it. And um, I mean, the day after that um, story ran, or the day of, even the morning of, I was just getting inundated with phone calls from uh, from friends and family, from celebrities who were, found me on Instagram and were like, I love your music. Uh, Jennifer Garner hit me up in nice. my DMs. She was like, you're awesome. I was like, no, you're awesome. <laughs> and uh, and uh, a book publisher, Little Brown Books, had heard about me from the NPR article. And they said, I think Daddy Daughter Day would make a great book. So, um you know, had some conversations with them and my manager and, you know, so now I'll be, I'll be the book daddy daughter day is coming out on father's day of next of 2022. Excellent. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Now you have a bit of a unique job and I just want to ask, how does the, how does your uh, musician side blend with your politician side? Sure. That's a great question. Um, yeah, so I am a member of Durham City Council. That is like my day job. Um, and, you know, I'm a public servant. So I am, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a politician. Um, that's what I do. And, you know, it, I bring my full creative voice and presence to my role as a city councilman. Um, there's no distinction. I don't, I don't like tuck my locks away and take my earrings out and put on a suit and tie. Like I show up as I am and I bring the creativity that I bring to art to my service to the city of Durham, which, uh, as I mentioned, I was born and raised here. I've lived here my whole life. I care deeply about the community and the people who raised me. Um, and I don't just mean my parents. I mean, there's an entire village of folks in Durham who have poured into me, who have poured into me, excuse me. And um, it's been the privilege of my life to pour back into the community and uh, to mentor young people and to uh, advocate for policies, to legislate, not just advocate, to legislate um, policies that uh, reflect my values and reflect the values of the communities that uh, I'm accountable to. So it's been great, man. Like, and every day I'm like, today, for example, I had a meeting with the mayor about um, this guaranteed income pilot. So what guaranteed income, it's the idea that uh, everyone deserves to have enough money to live basic premise. No one should be so broke that they can't eat and provide housing for themselves. You know, it's not a, it's not a radical concept. It's something that Martin Luther King Jr. talked about. But what that looks like in practice is like, we're going to send $500 a month every month to 
people who need money. And we're going to make sure that, that they have enough money to live. Right. <laughs> and kids, that, I'm sure that's a concept a lot of your listeners would think is a good idea. We don't want anyone to be homeless. We don't want anyone to be hungry. You know, and so that's a policy that that I fought for and argued for. And people said, well, that's crazy. That's socialism. That's, you know, people are going to take the money and they're going to spend it on candy <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, something that's not that's not uh, to live. And, you know, that that's that that's the critique. And, you know, it takes s some real it takes a real visionary and for your kids who are listening uh, a visionary is somebody who um, has a really strong beautiful belief that um, something beautiful is possible but sometimes other people don't quite see the vision they don't get it um, so i found that being an artist has helped me be visionary as a politician because as artists we're in the business of making something out of nothing we pull lyrics and songs out of the air and we, and we create things. So when I was running for mayor and I said, you know what, everyone should be able to eat. And they, well, how are we going to pay for that? How is this going to work? It's like, look, we'll make it work. You know, yeah. I'm stating an intention and we're going to figure out how to make it work. And uh, what ended up happening, how we made um, uh, guaranteed income happen in Durham, is uh, we got a grant from the founder of Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey. He gave us a big grant, hundreds of thousands of dollars to try it, to see how it impacts people's lives. So I didn't know when I was saying that we needed it that we would get some money from the Twitter guy. But um, if, I, if we hadn't laid the foundation and asked for it, we would not have been in a position to receive it. And I attribute that to my background as an artist. And I have a colleague, one of my buddies, uh, Mark Anthony Middleton, he, the only other person on our council who's talking about guaranteed income was him. He's a pastor. And I think, you know, if you look back, especially in the black tradition, um, Martin Luther King Jr. And, you know, there's just this long legacy of pastors who are visionaries. They don't talk about where things are. They talk about where things should be. And um, so I just think it's a wonderful creative quality. And uh, we need more creative people in government because some, some of these yeah. politicians, <laughs> and I'm not talking about my colleagues in Durham. I think we have a lot of visionary politicians in Durham, but nationally, internationally, some of these politicians are severely lacking in imagination. And that's definitely something we need more of in yeah, politics, no, in my opinion. I think it's, um, it's awesome that you have multiple places to influence positivity through your art, through your job. So that's, that's great. Thank you. You ready to get into a song? Oh, let's do it. The song on today's episode is called Cootie Shot. So I think we all remember that as a kid. Uh, but Pierce, tell us what influenced you to write that song. Yeah, I mean, circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie <laughs> shot. I first heard that maybe first grade uh, on the Same. playground. Um, it came with a little gesture where you make an X on somebody's shoulder and then you poke them. 
<laughs> and um, you know, to me, uh, it, it's it's just a it's an important. First of all, it's important that everyone gets vaccinated, uh, and that now that uh, kids are able to be vaccinated, um, it's increasingly important that um, folks who may be dealing with anxiety around getting um, a shot uh, have a like me have a space to be able to voice that and to wrestle with that. Because that, that was always the case with me. I remember going to camp, needing my tetanus shot. And um, it was just excruciating to sit in that chair and to know that something painful is coming to penetrate your arm and you're gonna be sore and it's gonna hurt and it's gonna suck. Like that was, that was the, um, that was kind of the idea whirling in my head. Um, and, you know, the first line of the song is, look, I'm scared of needles, but there's one thing that I know, I don't want the fever, meaning COVID, and you can't keep it hot if we catch the cold. Like, if there's one thing worse than the pain of getting an injection, it's gotta be getting the risk of getting COVID. Um, so I know some different folks have um, different feelings. Some folks have reservations. Some folks are excited to get it. But I wanted to speak to my authentic experience and that jingle, that song, that nursery rhyme, that circle, circle, dot, dot was just a, it was fun. It made getting a shot um, something that was a game that you could play, something that was joy, joyful. And um, yeah, so that's why I chose it as the hook and it, it came out really nice. Yeah, I couldn't help but think as I was listening to it, it's like they should play this song in the doctor's office when it's time for a kid to get a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's the other thing. I wrote the song during COVID, but, you know, there's flu shots every year. There's, you know, um, kids get shots a lot more frequently than adults do. And um, and that's a real vulnerable time. Um, and so I just want to give a big, big shout out to Divinity Rocks, who is my collaborator on this song. She's both playing the bass and has a verse, and I thought she did a wonderful job. And yeah, please, everyone out there who's listening, get vaccinated, get your kids vaccinated, um, and get your cootie shot. <laughs> All right. Yeah, everyone, uh, before you go get a shot, listen to this song, and let's play it. Here is Cootie Shot by Pierce Freeland. I am scared of needles. Ouch. But there's one thing that I know. Who's that? I don't want a fever We can't keep it hot If we catch the cold Circle, circle, circle dot, 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 dot Now I got my cootie shot Circle, circle, dot, dot yeah. Now I got my cootie shot Got my cootie shot Got my cootie shot Circle, circle, dot, dot Now I got my cootie shot Got my cootie shot Now I got my cootie shot Come on, come on, baby Roll up your sleeves Get this remedy so we can play beats, keep it shaking. Come on, come on, baby. Roll up your sleeves, get this remedy so we can play beats, keep it shaking. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Got my cootie shots. Got my cootie shots. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Got my cootie shot. Now I got my cootie shot. Your parents are your nibblings and your next to kins. Call your grandmama and your best friend. Ask them, did you shoot your shot? 
Did you roll up your sleeves? You try to slow this disease. You shut Corona cooties. Shoot your shot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Everybody needs that cootie shot. I am scared of needles, but I'm brave and my body can be healthy and strong. So I can get on. I wanna play with my friends, so put that shot in my arm. Hey. I am scared of needles. But there's one thing that I know. Tell me what you know. I don't want a fever. We can't keep it hot if we catch the cold. Well, circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Got my cootie shot. Got my cootie shot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. That was Cootie Shot by Pierce Freeland. All right, Pierce, tell everyone where they can stream and download that song and where they can find you on social media. Yeah, so that song is available on all streaming platforms. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. You can catch it on SoundCloud. Wherever you stream music or buy it, uh, Amazon, you can find that song. So uh, you can find me. It's just my name, Pierce, P-I-E-R-C-E. Last name is Freeland, F-R-E-E-L-O-N. So... Look me up and enjoy the music. Well, Pierce, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I had a lot right. of fun. Talk to you again soon. Bye.